What was that? <laughs> so don't you what don't do was that. that? Don't. Okay. That was my I you know, like trumpets and like fanfare and shit. I don't know. Trumpets and fanfare? <laughs> Let's just go. This is an everybody love everybody podcast right now, okay? So we Coming I'm- to you from the Everybody Loves Everybody <laughs> Studios. <laughs> over the Zoom airwaves. One on the East Coast, or we Eastern Time Zone, I should say. It's not yeah, the that's Coast. not the East Coast. Get out and of one in lovely Chicago, Illinois. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan, Steve-O. And Hot Take Tommy on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we're going to talk about <laughs> Steve-O shenanigans in Pittsburgh. We're going to do a little bit of <laughs> some review of uh, what the White Sox are saying right now. A little bit of know your enemy and buy or sell. So, uh, oh, and all of this brought to you by us. Us. Rate, so, subscribe, review, RSR. There it is. I I'm it. knocking this out of the park. That was pretty all right. great. That was pretty good. Tom, give me a rundown of uh, how your week's gone so far real quick. Well, it's going pretty good. Um, it is only Wednesday, but. Yeah, yeah. This stretches back in the last week. Just busy as all get up at work. But last weekend was my anniversary with my wife. And it was good. We had a good time. Went up to Door County, hung out. It was good. I, I'm like Zickhead. I don't know if you saw Zickhead, but he was like, I, great weekend to not watch any White Sox. Same yep. for me. Great yep. weekend to not watch any White Sox baseball. Cause I, didn't watch, I didn't watch a single... Series. I didn't Holy really watch shit, a single part Steve, of it either. That's what ha- that's what was wrong. We didn't watch any games, and then they all lost. They so lost. that's what it's got to be. We got to tune in more. Yep. Good yep. luck, charms. <laughs> even even at my you know delayed you know illegal streams of baseball games. Yeah, and my delayed legal but YouTube TV streams of baseball are also way behind. Indeed. Oh, oh you, you're yawning there, Steve. Is that is that an inkling of the story I'm about to hear? What, so what? it's a, an inkling of how the last, yeah, 24-ish hours have been. Um, so I, I got in a car, um, as mentioned. I, I am currently in the Eastern time zone. So no, first and foremost, it's getting closer to my bedtime than you'd actually like to believe. Nine o'clock. Well, it's eight o'clock, so I'm ready for bed. Too. Nine here, man. So, <laughs> but I am currently in Pittsburgh. I was at the last two Sox games, and they were fun for Thank sure. Park. Um, I'll say this: White Sox Nation is really turning out well. Um, at at these road trips, um, you know the team's starting to get better, and we're traveling well. I I can't believe how many Sox fans there are that are here for these two games. Um, it feels like all of Twitter's out there. I'm not going to lie. Like it, it low key, it low key <laughs> felt like it felt like a home game. I'm walking into the park. Um, so PNC, you, park. PNC park. I'm, I'm walking. Our, we're staying right across the street from PNC, which is actually That's really, really cool. cool. Um, in. Uh, it's a Marriott actually. Oh, Oh, oh I'm, Oh, I'm bougie. <laughs> But literally, I can see the park out my out my window oh, right that's now, great. Uh, which is really cool. Why didn't cool. you point the screen that way so I could get a view? I'm wa- I'm looking at the door to a hotel room. You ain't put in on this, man. God damn, God damn, <laughs> whatever, man. Right. But um, so you got a beautiful view. Rub it in. So yeah, okay. but anyway, we're walking into the park for the Tuesday night game, which we didn't have tickets to until like 45 minutes before the game, eh, about an hour, an hour before the game, and. um my dad and I are like, well, there's a baseball game across the street. Mom, you want to go? And my mom was like, yeah, I guess. They're like, it's fine. We'll go to both games. And we're like, my dad and I are like, you know, the, like the little kids like, when, yeah, you know, their parents say that. <laughs> we're like, yes. Um, so we're walking. So we get we bought our tickets. We're walking across the street to the park. And my mom makes some side remark being like, hey, you're probably going to run into Sox Twitter people, aren't you? Yada, yada. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I run into, I'm going to butcher his last name, but Chris Mars, and um, who is infamous for being shirtless on Sox Twitter for people who uh, are, are listening to this and are Sox Twitter uh, regulars, um, as well as uh, she's known as uh, MF, the first time I had met them in person. Right. Uh, which was which was really cool. 
my mom had uh she's just like laughing the entire time because um she couldn't believe that you know i'm running into socks twitter people before we even walk into the ballpark um that's how i knew that we were going to run into a bunch of socks twitter people yeah uh which was so cool um so we get into the park too um and I knew that. Oh, and shout out to Roland Rodriguez as well. Roland Rodriguez was with uh, MF and Chris as well. Um, so we walk into the park and we're kind of like, you know, make it up the stairs, whatever, to the you know hundred level. And right there is Nick Morowski from Good Guys Talk Back podcast. You're shitting. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, with four of his buddies, uh, or pardon me, three of his buddies. There was a, like a group of four of them that traveled uh, from Chicago that, That's you nuts. know, they were staying together. And I of guess. course you saw him right away after chatting him up being like, oh, we got to meet up at the stadium. Exactly, exactly, right? So worked out perfectly. And with him was Herb Lawrence. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, hey, Herbie, what's up? You know, and my, you know, my, my dad and my mom meet them too. And cool. you know, we, I get a picture with, with Nick and Herb. And that picture has not surfaced yet. Uh, I'm sure it's going to make it at some point. You, you're a little glassy-eyed in that photo. You know, I wasn't that drunk yet. I had only had a couple <laughs> beers before we went into the ballpark. So, uh, but also met up with, uh, you know, Chris and Herbie were sitting together. Um, so Chris Tannehill ran into him. Um, great. And then, um, Janice was there, um, which was really cool. And then Alyssa Bergamini, um, was also there, um, like the section over. And did you see Rick Hahn? Like she ran into Rick Hahn. So funny. You mentioned that this is perfect. So (laughs) while, uh, but actually while I was still sitting with my parents, because I like sat with my parents for like the first four innings and then I moved down a section or, like a section over uh, to go sit with uh, Tanny and Herb and uh, Janice. And um, while I was still sitting with my parents, so it's like the fourth inning, like maybe like top of the fifth, dude just like starts bolting up. And this dude is like in like a weird, like old, looks like it came from the 90s, button down shirt that's blue and faded blue jeans. And I kind of like catch like it out of the corner of my eye. And my dad goes, that was Rick Hahn. And I was like, bullshit. Like it was not Rick Hahn. He would not be just like walking around the concourse, especially wearing that. Like this looks, <laughs> this outfit looks ridiculous. <laughs> I then go and talk with Tanny and Herb and, and, and Janice. And they're like, yep, that was definitely Rick Hahn. And Alyssa took a picture with them. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So first and foremost, Rick Hahn's incognito garb, you know, garments is, is garb, his garb. Um, <laughs> is, is garb. Um, <laughs> so he's really got to go get a new wardrobe for his well, incognito. Hold look. on, hold on, hold on. He looked homeless. I, I'm not going to lie. That's so bad. We, I personally am on record saying I'm a Han bot now, so I can't let you besmirch his good name in front of me. I'm horrendous. Sure. If you haven't seen it, go check out that picture that this Alyssa Bergamini to be... took with him. His outfit is awful. He looks like a middle-aged man. What do you want from him? Come on, give me it's, a break. It's, it's light blue on light blue. What? Is that? So what? Steve, okay, you're not the fashion police, okay? That's all I got to say about I'd, that. I'd rather wear a grout fit. <laughs> that's, where you're, that's where you're wrong, sir. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so you see Rick Hahn. This is before so, you so see Rick Hahn, and it was after he ran, ran off after the Adam Frazier homer. So I was like, you know what? This is. He was talking to a scout <laughs> down there too. What? I, I'm telling you right now, I'm surprised it didn't happen mid-game. He's like, sprinted him up, switching like, locker rooms, <laughs> to, like today. Sprinted up the stairs. Get him in. Get him in. The, get that deal done right now. <laughs> I, I, that's what they should be doing. By the way, Adam Frazier's the truth. That's, and I'm I, not going to let up on this. No, he's, he's really, 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 really good. And, um, that's okay. Uh, I just, I, as long as the price is right, it's that extra year of control that I'm nervous about. And I get it. We're a, we're a win now club, but I don't want to give up like Garrett crochet to get, you're not going to have to Adam give up Frazier. anybody. That's a I, current I don't know, piece. Dude. I, no one that's a current farms. piece. Look at our farm system. Jared my guys. Kelly. 
I mean, I I would get I, I that's even high. I think Jared Kelly is even a high asking price, dude. Um, he's the he's literally got the best. I think he's got the best average. In, no, no, no. He's leading the NL in doubles right now. Okay, and I he's he was leading the MLB. I think he's like, like top five in average. My point is, he's really freaking good, and he's got two years, not just one. So I think year and a half. Have, yeah, year and a half. Sass Mafras. Okay. I'm just letting you know. Half. It's this year, year and next. Well, yeah. Year I, I'm assuming his contract's not going to blow up in June of like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I get it. I get it. But I I think it's going to cost more than I. Okay. I should shut up because it's, we should win the World Series is what we should do. You know, so I'll just shut up. Absolutely. Shut up. No, go and send it. Send it. Um, <laughs> Hit send on the email. We'll take them. S- Speaking of uh, <laughs> Adam Frazier and that night, though, so obviously things went downhill for the White Sox. Things went downhill when I started to consume more beer. Well, it was is your drunkness directly connected? Is it a linear progression with the runs that Garrett Crochet gave up? Or is it? Yes, it, absolutely. Okay. 100%. <laughs> so four hits, four beers. It was just like... <laughs> That's so not good, Steve. That's that's a very fast four beers. That's, that's I think the biggest problem. I don't, I don't even think I had that many beers. The problem was I my dad handed me a 8.2% beer in a 19 ounce can. Good God. What? Wait, where did he find this? He's like, I just found it. They have huge cans at this ballpark. Like they only serve beer in like 19 and 24 ounce cans in this ballpark. I swear to God. Um, so after I pound finished that up, I pounded an icy light, which sounds like a really terrible beer, but it's not that bad. It's like a better Miller light. Uh, it's iron city. It's, uh, it's a Pittsburgh okay. brewery. Okay. So, I think they're... I've heard of people say iron city lights are like a thing in, that you do in Pittsburgh. So indeed iron city I, I, light. I was thinking, I see like those drinks you get at fucking, uh, um, 7-Eleven, the icy. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the icy. Polar bear and shit. I was like, <laughs> Steve, don't drink that. That's bad. Oh uh, no, <laughs> you're no. gonna get yourself fr- real fucked up. No, uh, Iron City White. So okay, okay. So you know, pounded one of those uh, like right after that too, and then we went to this place called Mike's Beer Bar afterward. This is post game. This is post game. So up. a bunch of so I I run in actually I'm doing the final five on um as I'm going down mm-hmm. the escalator down the and stairs, down the, the stairs and I'm talking whatever and I get ambushed by Herbie, um, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, so I ask him after he ambushes me and I finish the video like where are we going afterward and he's like we're going to Mike's beer bar and I was like perfect actually because. That's where we were planning on going. So we end up going there. So it's 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 Herb, it's Tanny, uh, it's one of their friends. Um, I met another White Sox Twitter person there, Dose Can Socks. Nice. Um, I met uh, Alyssa finally, like in person, talked to her, which was really cool. Um, and um, Janice met up with us there as well. Um, the beers were flowing. People were just buying beers left and right. Damn. I had a couple 9% beers, which... Why, Steve, why do you do this? You drink so much. That is for, like, if you're having two beers in a night. Why do you so, do this? I did not order them. My dad ordered them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, game over, actually. So I, I'm not going to turn it down. I drank them both um, in the span, on top of, like, a couple other beers I had there. But I drank both of those 9 percenters in, like, an hour. And he's ordering um, lights meanwhile, just like, how drunk can I get my son? So <laughs> I think that's what he was thinking um, originally. And then when you hear the rest of this story, you're going to be like, yeah, now he regrets it. So I'm really drunk. I'm pretty damn drunk at this point. Um, and we're talking, it's my parents uh, and myself and Janice. And we're just talking for a while. And she's like, yeah, I should probably get going home soon. You know, like it's like a 20 ish minute walk for me. And I was like, I'm not going to let you walk alone. I'll walk you to your Airbnb and then walk back. Okay. Not realizing until I'm walking back from Janice's place that my phone is dead. 
God damn it, Steve. So I'm like, I say bye to my parents. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be back. Like, I'll text you guys, whatever. Not realizing my phone was at like 2%. Um, So I walk Janice back and drop her off. um, And I look down at my phone and it's like dead. And I'm like, shit. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I have no idea where I'm at. I'm in... I'm in Pittsburgh somewhere like, and although it was on her maps, like a 20, 25 minute walk, it felt like a 45 minute walk. Well, yeah, you're wasted. Like it's going to take a little bit longer to it get It felt there. like an eternity. Um, and oh, then I have no idea God. where I'm going. So from, I probably <laughs> dropped off Janice. The bar was closing at midnight. So we probably left right around midnight and I dropped Janice off at probably like 1230. So I wandered Pittsburgh for like two and a half hours, two hours at least. Oh my God. Dude. Not knowing anywhere I'm at. I'm like low key kind of freaking out. Um, I have my watch. Probably, your parents were sure you were dead at this point. They're like, so <laughs> Steve's dead. Um, in a funeral. So at one point too, and I don't remember this, I stumbled into like a 7-Eleven and got a bag of Doritos and ate them all like a king size bag of Doritos. What the f- <laughs> well, I'm lost. I'm probably going to die. I should probably eat a bag of Doritos. I'm gonna- <laughs> so I was just like, so munchy. Your, your body knew that it needed sustenance. And so 7-Eleven the last the, I, I knew that may be the last supper so why not polish <laughs> off a bag of of those spicy chili or sweet chili doritos oh my god in the purple bag um god damn it steve so the way i was able to find my my way back was i found the clemeni bridge uh yeah, which is sure the bridge that's uh on the other side of the park yeah um, so which leads you right to the back end of the park or whatever exactly exactly so i was like perfect I found the bridge. I, I, so I walk across the bridge. I make my way back. You to were the on the other side of the bridge. Yes. I don't know how I ended up on the other side. of the how, bridge. When either. did you cross the river? What the fuck is going on? So like, on? <laughs> I'm thinking about this now too. Like I, I may have seen half of Pittsburgh drunk last night. <laughs> I may have seen half the city. Oh so my God! How was it? Was it nice? Good college party. I parties don't going on remember. I don't. Remember. Um, <laughs> so I make my way back to the hotel. Somehow I make it in, um, which is also phenomenal because I didn't. I somehow couldn't find my room key, and you need like a room key to like get in through the the main door. So I don't know how that happened. I don't know how I got in there. Somebody was like, "I'm gonna help this drunk idiot out," and then. I fell asleep in the elevator. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> I fell asleep in the elevator. It must have been like 2.45 in the morning. And somebody woke me up. And I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, I stumble out. I get to the third floor where our room is. And I don't have my room key. I knock. No one answers the door. So I'm, I slept outside of the hotel <laughs> room for a minute. Until I hear like my parents talking, being like, you haven't heard from Steve. Like, what's going on? Oh, my God. Like, this is crazy. And all of a sudden I just knock again. Like I knock, knock, knock. And my mom's like, I think I heard that someone knock on the door. And my dad opens it up and it's just me on the floor. (laughs) Outside of our hotel room. Steve. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> all of this started because you convinced your mom like hey let's go to a game let's go to both of the games yeah so that was crazy um i have enjoyed my time in pittsburgh but maybe enjoyed it a little bit too much oh my good lord <laughs> so that was quite an adventure just now um sorry for the long story (laughs) that was absolutely hilarious okay um so you're alive that's good alive and well you're i i'm actually now there are other parts of that story too that i'm leaving out oh no i'm sure i can tell okay later 
<laughs> I will hear all said tales. I'm sure. I'm very excited. But that that is wow. That's a whole lifetime in one night. Is that's like one of those. Uh, it's I like, feel like I feel like I took five years off my life last night. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you watch 24 with Jack Bauer or whatever, and you're like, there's no way that all happened in one one eight one night. There's no way it was in 24 hours. There's no way. Well, Steve's afternoon. That's pretty much the same thing. It might as well have been an episode. Yep. You saw you, you went from seeing Rick Hahn to almost dying and eating a bag of Doritos crossing the Allegheny on foot. Using the stars to guide you like you were in 1990 or something. Like. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> and yes, I said it. You used the stars. I assume you the used stars. the stars to guide you when you were in the 90s because there's no GPS. So good Lord, Steve. But yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> falling asleep in the elevator is always falling asleep in the elevator is always my version of fun. I, I. Oh, God. It's a real, real, real big, uh, real big adventure. And then shouts to your means dumper. I met your means dumper online uh, or uh, in person. He, he stopped me and he was like, hey, Steve, enjoy the final fives. So I was like, thanks, man. So. Well, there you have it. The, the absolute, my version of a nightmare. Steve's best night of his life. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I'm still hungover. I can imagine. Um, quick hitter. How was the game today? A lot of fun. Uh, it was good to see. I did bet the White Sox minus one and a half, which sucks. Um, Damn. Almost it was it. tough to see that. I think it was in the seventh. Yeah, was that yeah, run yeah. given up? Yeah, it was yeah. in the seventh. Um that kind of sucked because I was like, damn, I know the White Sox aren't going to score again. <laughs> and I know they're going to have to hold this 4-3 lead. Um, Liam Hendricks God. gets me really, really hot. Um, Luis Gonzalez trying to injure himself, saving the game. Oh, my God. Gonzo. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. Just. <laughs> They'd be calling Gavin Sheets up. Um, center field <laughs> but it, it, hey it was good to see gonzo gonzo got it yeah. got his first hit of the year um he scored a run today too indeed good stuff um yasmani with a very timely clutch hit again you, you know this you that's know why this. I, I changed my zoom name today to yaz dollar sign that's yaz money <laughs> and you've got leary legend he's back. leary legend he's crawled back it's the first the homer i've seen of his in person since uh 2019 against the Cubs at Wrigley. He let oh off the game. God. He let off the game with a homer. Uh, <laughs> and then Geo continued to get rocked. Remember when Leary Legend was your best leadoff guy? Oh, yeah. Remember Never when, forget when we're like, oh, yeah, Leary can lead off. Yeah, that'll, that'll be good. Solid. <laughs> okay. God damn. Let's, let's take a drink break after. Actually, you're getting water, Steve. You're getting water. Water, yeah, only water. <laughs> you know, you know that tweet I came out with a couple days ago where I was like, "Never drinking again." Yeah, I'm never drinking again. <laughs> God damn, that was crazy. Holy shit. Well, I am really excited now because we've got 100%, 100% capacity. You know, whoop, whoop. It'll be an electric crowd no matter how many percentage points we get to close to 100. I'm really excited, though. This is going to be a great couple weeks here. I'm going to go on Saturday, the day game. Yeah, uh, going with the pops and and crew, the whole family's gonna be there. Love um, it. We're gonna have a grand old time, and then Wednesday, Steve, we're linking up with uh, our good buddy. It's a twins game, so we gotta have Joel Brand. Uh, yeah. We're gonna get him. We gotta get him in the ballpark. We gotta God. give him a hard time. We gotta make sure that the Sox keep it semi close, so Alex Colme can come in and. <laughs> 
The Sox can light him up. There's no um, way he's still closing for them. There's no way. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. Well, um, but uh, yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll get Joel in the park. We're going to go to a game and hopefully we'll get him on the mic, too. I think yeah, that's the, the plan. That would be that would be really fun just because he just lives for this moment. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to take a moment, do a little quote from Lucas Giolito and kind of get your your feelings on it. So General Gio, we'll call it. He said it. We'll, we'll do a little segment here. So um, he says tough little stretch. But I think that that's that it's kind of just kind of like a test right now. You know, he was really trying to find the right words in that moment. It's just kind of like a test right now. Rough series. We dropped the first game. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh now. Um, Rough rough season. And we dropped the first game. Rough series. Um, Rough series. Not rough season. Well, you know what? When you lose four or five straight games, it feels like a rough season. Um, We don't we don't suck again. We suck again. We suck again. (laughs) Rough series. And we dropped the first game. I think that maybe it's a wake up call. We need a huge home run by Yaz uh, to give, to give us the lead right there. I think that all we need to do is learn from these last few days and come out a little more aggressive, a little bit more hair on fire. So, is he on to something where this is a wake-up call, this this little losing stretch here? They they did get the win on Tim Anderson's birthday. They did come out a little bit more aggressive, got runs early. Uh, is is this just a, like, hey, guys, we need to play harder? Or wh- what do you think this, the state of the White Sox is after that five, uh, six-game, sorry, six-game road stretch? So something to think about. Over half of your – Everyday starters are hurt. Over half. Yep. Okay. You're missing Madrigal. You're missing Aloy. You're missing Luis. And if you're missing, I know Eaton's been really bad, but the Eaton angle platoon. And yes, I know I said it weird. That's the weird word that I say all the time. <laughs> platoon. There it is. Um, that's, that's half your lineup. It's over half your lineup. Yep. Throwing Billy Hamilton there for good measure. I I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I think this is this is as good as they're gonna get. Right? Uh, Can they for, play any better? One in five on a on a six game road stretch. Here's, is, is, but here's the thing. Okay. They they let Tuesday night get away from them. They probably should have won Tuesday night. If the bats mm-hmm would have been a little bit more alive. They would have hit a little bit better if they would have minimized the mistakes. If defense. Yeah. Defense killed them and almost killed them today too. Yeah. Today shouldn't have been today should have been a four, one ball game. Yeah. It shouldn't have been a four, three ball game. Like that's, Mm. and that's Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, you probably should have taken both games out of Pittsburgh. One out of two. Yeah. Um, fine. Um, you face a team like the Astros. And they were hot coming in, too. They're, they're, they were hot coming in. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Yeah. And you got curb stomped, mostly, because you have no offense. You scored eight runs in four games. Yeah. And the one game, I'll be honest, they probably should have won the Friday game <laughs> where Tony decided to put in Crochet in the ninth instead of Hendricks and mm. you know I know he was playing matchups he wanted a lefty to face two lefties to start the inning but you Williams your ninth inning guy for a reason I just <sighs> crochet recently is just I mean he, he's a roller coaster you know he's trying to figure it out he'll, he'll be great and then he'll be pretty not great for a little bit and then he'll be great again think of it this way so he's so, in a, with he's crochet in a negative dip right now but, think about this with crochet yeah how many innings has he pitched in minor league baseball? Zero. I and I hear you. Zero. Yeah, I hear you. I just it's it's tough because you know. Anyway, yeah. Well, no. Let's get there because this this bullpen was billed at. Well, no. We'll we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Oh, <laughs> so, you're gonna, you're pumped the brakes a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So know your enemy. This is a uh, this is 
the White Sox Twitter loves this shit. It's usually a joke. Know your enemy. Um, but let's be let's be honest here. We got a couple upcoming opponents that are a little scare bear. Um, Seattle is hot right now, right? They mm-hmm. won. I mean, what is it? Well, they Eight they swept they swept the race. Or- Correct. Oh they yeah, swept. they swept. Yeah, they swept the race. So they they've won either nine of their last ten or eight of their last nine or whatever it is. Um, it's they're hot as all get up right now. Um, yeah, Seattle's won eight of their last ten. There it is. So they're really... and they just they just lost one. They just lost a game. Oh, okay, to the Rockies. Okay, so they're trash. They're really bad right now. They lost to the Rockies. <laughs> We're gonna sweep them. Let's go socks. No, I'm still scared. You know, I like we, what sucks is we came into, uh, we didn't play well against them at the beginning of the year when we were all saying like we were 500 baseball club and we were like about to, uh, hit the rebuild button again at the beginning of the year. Remember that? That was fun. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna play them again and it just sucks that they're hot. Like when we play them, that's, it just doesn't, like the record, they're like 500 baseball club and yet they, they're freaking whatever. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm just, I don't like playing teams when they're hot, when they're actually not great teams. It's really annoying. No, for sure. For sure. I, Seattle's one of those teams that they have to put up consistent. They're not good pitching team at all. Mm-mm. I know they've, they held the Rockies to one run yesterday. They held the Rays to two runs uh, and one run in a couple of those games. Um, but they gave up seven to the twins um, uh, on their last game of that series. Um, they need consistent offense. Their yeah. pitching is way too streaky. Um, it's going to come down to can the White Sox actually capitalize on bad pitching? Like they basically yeah. didn't this series. We'll need to cash um, in big time. Yeah. So, I mean, you faced two very subpar pitchers. Um, the last couple of days and mm-hmm. it was hard to scratch out runs. Yes. Grandal was your offense. And Basically. what an offense he was. Let's be honest. Oh, incredible. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love seeing yes, heat up. Yes. He has money. Um, has money, baby. But it's going to take the rest of the guys too. Mankata, Mankata's got to step it up. I'll be honest. Yeah. He's my guy, but he's got to step it up. Um, he's got to get a little bit more aggressive at the plate. Uh, Tim, it two for five today, two for five today. Happy birthday. Um, but nonetheless, I, he's got to get more consistent too. His OPS is, I think it's around seven fifty. Yeah, Like that's not Tim Anderson ask. That's no. not the Tim Anderson that won a batting title. That's not a Tim Anderson who this team is need, needs to rely on yeah. offensively. And especially with the guys that they have out, he's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Jose Abreu, same thing. Absolutely. So your heavy hitters, honestly, the replacement level guys. We've talked about this last they're, yeah, podcast. Water, they've been yeah. fine. They've been fine. You you're getting what you expect out of those guys, and then some. And then some, yeah, absolutely. It's it's the heavy hitters who need to start, you know, pulling their weight. So, following Seattle, Twinkies. Got- the Twinkies. Um, Yoan loves Yoan loves eating Twinkies. Hilarious. <laughs> it's true too. <laughs> um, no, I. What I love was uh, what was it? I think it was Lawrence Holmes today, or or the day before, or whatever it was, was talking about like, oh shoot, like the Twinkies. They the Twins. They they've caught five games. They picked up five games on us in this losing stretch. And while that's true, there's still like, I think 12 or eight or what, somewhere between eight and 12 games out of first place. Like they are not coming back right now. 12 and a half out of first. Yeah. So they're There's still 12 and a half out of first. <laughs> so they picked up five games and it doesn't matter, but like, it's still kind of scary saying like, okay, like they picked up a lot of ground and there, there's still a lot of baseball left. The real thing is, Byron Buxton is out again. Like that's huge. That's enormous. Here's the thing. He's gone again. And I, I I do not want, I do. I'm not the guy who's going to be saying like, thank God that guy's out. I I want there to be less injuries in baseball. Baseball's better when everybody's playing 
I'm not going to cheer when the best player on the twins is out, even though I hate the twins. I don't want, right. Their... It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. He's, he's a, he's a true five tool player too. I mean, he is he's so very good. So good. And he's just, he, and this one was a ball to the back of his hand. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to take a fastball to your Can't hand. Control there's it. no, there's no way like, and you got a fractured hand. It's just stupid, dumb luck that anyway. So what were you going to say? I mean, I was just going to say that, I mean, Buxton has the potential to be the best player in baseball, like, or the second best player in baseball if he can, behind Mike if Trout, can like be consistently on the, on the field. Like, yeah, he absolutely does. And it's no, and the thing is like a lot of these injuries, there's no, it's no fault to himself. He's not Carlos boozering it, like tripping over luggage and shit. He's like actually just dumb injuries that shouldn't be happening. So freaking sure. sucks. But you know, honestly with him out, the team is just not. <laughs> no, I mean, that, he's... that's their, that's their ace in the hole that they just don't have. The, the team lives and dies with him. And if he's not there, when I mean, he, you're them. you're losing your best offensive and defensive player in him. Yep. When you're the Twins, so I mean, Buxton I think has a hundred plate appearances this year, and he's got ten homers and five stolen bases. It's fucking like it's crazy. all like that's nuts. I mean, he's 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 a thirty thirty guy. Yeah. I mean, he's honest. To be honest, he's got potential to be a forty forty guy. Could he be. could be the next if he's healthy for an entire season. He has the potential to be the first 40-40 guys in Soriano. Like, Which would be bonkers. Absolutely I mean, bonkers. he's that good. He so, is. I mean, yeah, it's it, yeah, it sucks having good players out of baseball. But when it comes to the Sox and their standing and facing the Twins, yeah, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. It's going to help us. And it's not like sure. they're not injured as well. So, Everybody gets injured. It's just what you do when when you do have the injuries. And Rick Hahn has built this team for depth, baby. We got oh, Luis yeah. Gonzalez in the outfield. We're good. Okay, so Jake, Jake Lamb is all the depth Jake we need, Lamb. baby. Jake Hell Lamb. Yeah. Jake Lamb um, for the win. The he's clam. Well, by the way, so no hating. Um, he's, he's been he's okay. Play, he's playing fine, which is in an every in an good. everyday in an in an everyday role. Um, he's doing what he can. We'll say fine. that. Fine is good for all these guys is, is what is what we will say and right. continue to say. So, but yeah, um, Sox need to win that series against the twins. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be, a t- it's going to be a test. I'll be honest. I think it's going to be a test for both teams. It's going to be a test for the white Sox to see, can they actually put up consistent runs is this starting rotation for real. And can the bullpen be a little bit more consistent? And for the twins, it's going to be, is this just a hot streak or does this team actually, are they stinky, smelly, poo poo? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I mean, that, I mean in this true. hot streak for them, <laughs> this hot streak that you're talking about, they're six and four in their last 10. Yeah. That's, it's really I, I, that's, that's hot for them. So they're still behind Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we're not Detroit. So, um, <laughs> by, or sell, dude. Oh, buy or sell time. It always gets us hot and heavy when we when we play buy or, buy or sell. Um, I I want to just basically hear whether or not you think this these are bullshit. So these are these are buy or sells that I came up with. Usually you're the, you're the mastermind behind these. Um, so the lineups are like let the one through nine. The way that Tony draws it up every day. That's what's wrong with the socks. No. Bullshit. I sell that. That's not the problem with the socks. I already told you what the problem with the socks is. It's they're they're missing five starters right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, there is not there is not enough depth on this team. I mean, even teams like the Dodgers right now, who have been in had a lot of injuries that they've had to deal with this year. Even they're not built for that kind of depth. Right. And they, they were the deepest team in baseball. When you're pulling Gavin Lux off the bench. I, yeah, that's a deep team. That's a deep <laughs> team in baseball. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> so. But even I, that's the thing, right? But the problem is not the lineup construction. The lineup is not who's batting one through nine. The problem is not Yasmani Grandal sitting against a lefty um, and playing Zach Collins, um, even though, in my opinion, yeah, should have definitely started 
the first game of this series. And he got the three run bomb. He got the like the production. But there you there. go. Exactly. Right. Tony pulls him off the bench in the right spot and he hits an absolute tank to give him the lead on Tuesday night. Boomer this is homie. not Larusa at all. To be honest with you, Tony Larusa has been. I'm going to say it right now, a better manager than Ricky Renteria. So Boomer Tony is out here winning your heart is what you're telling me. I don't know if he's won my heart. He's still a little bit of a jag off. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. That's the best way to put it. But he's still a better manager than Ricky Renteria. Okay. So the lineups, we've solved it. The lineups are not the problem with the White Sox. That's... The front office is the problem. Hey, now, I'm a Hanbot. You can't say that. I know you are, but uh... <laughs> do something. <laughs> It is fucking June 23rd. Give him another. No one else in the league has made a move yet. And yeah, we probably can and ought to make the first move. But still, like, chill, chill, chill. It is June 23rd. Okay, so let's see here. Um, next one. This I think this one's actually pretty fun. Um, the Sox are buy or sell. The White Sox are noob slayers. And they can't take on any good teams. They're only killing the bottom feeders. If you look at their record against good teams, then yeah, I mean, that's kind of a true statement. Um, they did take care of business against Tampa Bay. Get a 500 ball club. Get a 500 ball club. Bring a jacket. <laughs> so. I mean, they took care of business against Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. They've been a little bit below average or a little bit below 500 against Cleveland this year. Um, they took two out of three from Toronto. I mean, I, it's a tough statement to make. I just, I don't think they're bad again. I don't think they're awful against good teams. I don't think that they're a bunch of bum slayers. I do think that there is a divide right now, especially with Luis Aloy Madrigal out between the White Sox and top tier teams. When this team's fully healthy, they can absolutely compete with Houston and New York and LA and San Diego and whoever you want to throw out there. But you with forgot the this Rays, many bro. injuries? The Rays, bro. Yeah, I, I, I we, think we did. We did. Nine. I think they're frauds. I honestly think the Rays are frauds. But, dude, what the hell? They just brought up Wander Franco and they're frauds. Okay, all right, that's fine. All right, that's why um, they're frauds. You're you're ridiculous for that. I anyway, um, literally they won the pennant last year. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> you're insane. Uh, so and then and then won't make the playoffs this year. They hmm, that is so bold. Okay, hot take. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, that stigma is there that they're bum slayers, right? Because we're playing in the AL Central. And we're the only bum, the, the only bum slayer, Detroit all the time. The only bum slayer is Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease is a bum slayer. <laughs> he pitched all right against. Well, you know, Pirates are bums, so there you go. I guess he is. He really is a bum slayer. That's. But you need hey, that. You need that in both, your lineup. Uh, almost both of his runs were unearned today. Only one was oh, unearned, yeah. but. It was my goodness on his own they, fault. Yeah, yep. that's it. They should be earned runs because it was really his fault. Exactly. <laughs> Which I mean, you know, defense is hard, so I get it. But at the same time, dude, like it was a bunt. Just, just throw the guy out at first. Anyway, um, here's the next one. Buy or sell Astros series was a fluke. Nothing to worry about. No, it's not a fluke. You, it's for you're real. selling that. You're, you're saying that it was a real problem. That's that's who we are. Yeah, they should. Well, that's who they are when they're faced up against top tier talent with the guys that they have out. I they need somebody bad. Tom, they got Tony Russo, Steve. Badly. They don't need anybody else. They have Tony, your man, your man, Tony. Rick Hahn saw it with his own two eyes in the scout seats. He needs Adam <laughs> Frazier. Printed up. He's like, I need Adam Frazier now. I'm, gonna I'm make not this letting off call. of this train. I am absolutely not so letting funny. off of this train. They need him so badly. They don't. They, they, Somebody. Well, anyway, I, I'm talking about the injury bug, right? So the injury bug 
is a problem, right? So yeah, absolutely. That's without that's across baseball. Mm-hmm. One of the guys we were talking about getting could tell Marte hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Just saying, just saying, it's not just us guys. It's not just us. No, for sure. Um, this is what I wanted to talk about before, like right before we get into my last one here, cause that'll be a futures thing. Um, I wanted to talk about this bullpen. So I want you to buy or sell this statement really quick. This current bullpen is the best that it's going to be. No, I'll sell that too. Well, oh, yeah. Like th- this is who they are. This is their true colors is a better way to say it. Is you're this talking, their true you're talking about the guys that they have right now. The guys who they have right now, this is their, this is who they are. Or are they underperforming? Are they overperforming? Depends on the guy. I think. Bullpen as a whole. Give me the bullpen as a whole. Because we were billed before the season started. We were billed as the best bullpen in baseball. I could have told you at the start of the year that Matt Foster, Matt Foster and Cody Hoyer were due for regression. I think you did say that. And I just told you to shut up. Especially Foster. <laughs> um, because his stuff is not that electric. And his BABIP was ridiculously low. Shut up about BABIP, dude. I hate you. Sorry. It, it's, I mean, that's luck. So he got lucky in a lot of situations. I, here's where I'm at. Those two guys... They are who they are. I think Hoyer has the stuff if he can figure it out. Um, he's just got to learn how to not pitch middle-middle. Like, any pitch that you throw middle-middle is going to get crushed. That's what he's got to realize. Like, he can't get down in counts, and he can't throw middle-middle. Foster, I, he's got to get sent down to AAA. Um, or Aldis Chapman throws middle-middle. Burr, Burr, Burr is... You're Burr is an interesting that. case. You're just going to ignore me. I am because we're talking about the White Sox bullpen. <laughs> Burr is a fascinating one because he's had a couple balls that have gotten absolutely smoked and they were hit right at people in the outfield um, yep. in his last few outings. So I don't think Ryan Burr is going to be some staple guy in your bullpen. As long he's as the comeback he's... player of the year, Steve, <laughs> he, he, he told the MLB. That's right. He did. Right on that, uh, right on that comment section, right there. Yeah, told the MLB Instagram, I'm the comeback player of the year. Put it in the books. So, as long as he's serviceable, I'm cool with it. This bullpen needs a healthy Michael Kopech, mm-hmm. and this bullpen needs Garrett Crochet to be a little bit more consistent. Mm-mm-mm. And Bummer, I think Bummer's better than well, the numbers say. Coming back, he looked great today. He did exactly. I he looked really that. good today. He's coming back. He he's going to be alive again. Um, it's it's all mental for him too. The second there's a mistake made in the field, that's when he melts down. It's been every situation this year. There's a mistake or a play that should have been made by somebody. It all uh, all falls apart after that. So he's going to figure it out. I, Bummer is going to be your eighth inning guy. So you you yes. are basically saying you are still selling like this is not who this who this bullpen is this is not their true colors i think that better, i think i think as a, they are right now i think as a whole they are better especially once kopech is healthy once crochet irons out a few more things and aaron bummer is still really good don't forget that aaron bummer is still really good there you have it there you all have right it, so, and, hey, oh, no pops just in the background. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last one buying or selling. This is it. The grand finale twins sweeping. The Rangers is bad news for the Sox. Rangers are bombs. They're bombs. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. It's that's not bad news for the Sox. They, they can compete with Minnesota. Over the last few games, over the last stretch, they picked up five games on us, Steve. They're they're right in the hunt again. Still twelve and a half back. That's six and four. Six and four in their last ten. White Sox aren't four and six in their last ten. Everything's gonna even out. I'm not worried about Minnesota at all. (laughs) When Joel Brand tells me that their team is complete, 
but yeah, he, he then, was not pleased. <laughs> then that's how I know. What was the exact quote that he used? Uh, give me, give me one second. It was, uh, he said that the team is absolute dog shit, quote unquote. <laughs> and when your youth pastor is saying that there's uh they're probably not doing so great is is what so you're you're selling that the, that's not bad news it's just news like they just so they're the real bum slayers we're fine they're bum slayers yeah um i heard some people think that you know before this pittsburgh series they had uh a stretch of 18 games before the all-star break um it was, I think it was Shane Reardon who said that the Sox were going to go nine and nine in those 18. Uh, a couple other dudes said uh, 12 and six. I was sitting somewhere like 11 and seven. It might be like 10 and eight now, especially since you didn't get both games in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm still going to go with 11 and seven though. I think we win. I think we win the Seattle series. I think we win the Minnesota series. Um, and then you got Detroit to wrap things up and, Talk about well, a bad team yeah. too that we are have <laughs> taken care of business of. Have Dylan um, Cease pitch all those games just back to back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah. All right. So that was that was pretty good. I I'm mostly pleased that you're alive. I'm mostly Same. pleased. I'm that glad that I'm alive still too. Here. <laughs> and um the Mariners. That's that's the only thing I can think about right now is is playing a yeah. hot Mariners team, and I'm really I, honestly I'm excited. That's I it, I comes back to this. I'm excited to watch baseball every day because of the team that we have on the field. That is a good fucking feeling. Um, everybody love everybody. That's the <laughs> that's where I'm at still. And yeah, man, you got any you got anything else for us? No, just go take two out of three against Seattle, at least. Uh, they can't pitch, man. They just can't pitch consistently. So go get some runs on the board. Go take advantage of them and uh, knock them off their hot streak. Beautiful. And take it from this Han bot. In Han, we trust. Make a damn trade we must. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> good God, I love it.